0: Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the Second Take Variety Hour! The Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience.
2: Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour, the show that uh, something about boiling rice probably won't take an entire hour, I assume. (laughs) I assume it's like a 20-minute deal, Max. And I'm Sebastian. How
1: How long do you think it takes to make rice? Like 20
2: minutes of low-pressure boiling. No. No.
0: (laughs) The secret to rice... Equal amounts water to rice. Isn't it In the sa- oh, oh, hold on. I'm not done. <laughs> okay, sorry. These are very specific instructions that you need to follow explicitly. You've got
1: a pen and paper there. I expect to see you joining us down. I'll just
0: listen to the podcast back. Equal amounts water rice. Get it to boil. Once the steam starts coming out, you turn the heat off but leave the lid down and leave the pot on the heat. And then after 20 minutes or so of it not doing much at all, you have perfectly fluffy rice. It's
2: cute that you think my pots have lids.
1: Why don't your pots have lids? Where are your uh, lids,
2: Seb? We ain't, we ain't that fancy city folk at my place.
1: No, but where did your pots come from that, that they came without lids?
0: Uh, actually, that's a good question.
1: Kmart pots come with lids. Yeah. Maybe you
0: should sort through that spare room of yours with all the shirts. Oh, my God, all the lids Maybe are in the there. Maybe the lids are in there.
2: <laughs> no, no, there's just shirts in that room. Are you, you. certain? Nice. Have, you, have
1: you checked it recently? I reckon there's some lids in that room.
0: There's no lids in that room. It's a bed and shirts. I'm Andy Shostler and I know exactly where my lids are. <laughs> I'm not sure they were lids to begin with. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> what were they? Butterflies. <laughs> what they, did they just? Did they just? Oh, okay. Fly like, away when they when they you, you opened up the box and there's your pen and. Oh, b- no.
1: b- the lids got away. I am Julie Eisentrager and I'm 100% sure at some point those pots had lids.
2: Not every pot is born equal is what I'm saying. And I think <laughs> it's pretty rude that you guys are assuming they're- <laughs> the Jewish placing, pots, are they? No, you're <laughs> placing your privilege and shutting my pots with it. It's great, great stuff, guys. You I
1: think to, this is justified. Do you want to
2: talk about some minority while we're at it? While you're, while you're taking jabs at the, at the lower pot society? I oh, do, I
1: ever? I
0: don't think we're in the minority for knowing where our lids are. I didn't say you were in the I'm saying you're attacking a minority. Yeah, for being lid negligent.
1: That <laughs> you been a, like a, a punishable crime? Yeah. Lid we're negligent. Littest.
2: I miss Alex. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why well, was there not as much fighting with Alex? Oh.
2: There was. But it wasn't all directed at me all the time. <coughs>
1: it's fun, isn't it?
2: Is it fun, <laughs> Julie? Where are you from?
1: As in country or
2: yeah, we're getting we're going full into um into your genetics here. Okay. I, I,
0: yep. Please,
1: mm-hmm. please. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So for, I'm from a little place called I don't know if you've heard of it. A little place called Australia.
0: Yep. Australia, famous for accounting okay, for its lids. sorry. Let me just get my famous for
1: accounting for its lids. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the, I think it's called the land of many lids. Okay. Yep. Mm. With their pots included. Exactly right.
0: The right number of lids, more importantly. Never mm. never too many and never, never too, many. too few. Right, this isn't right. helping my eugenics campaign.
2: Can you please get on with it?
1: <laughs> Anyhow, I'm also from a couple of podcasts from the That's Not Canon Productions Network. Yes. Musical taught some me type, everything. Some people just call it
2: an umbrella. Like it's a That's Not Canon umbrella. I don't know. Man. You know some what, you call know it what umbrellas shank? look
0: like? Umbrellas look like lids without the handle.
2: But where's the pot? I'm saying if you had an umbrella, where's the pot that comes with it? Maybe
1: you are the pot. Where the pot? You stand underneath the And the production the house umbrella.
2: is the lid. Okay, and what's that's not canon? Is it is it? Is it The, <laughs> the
1: umbrella.
2: No, no, no. The umbrella is the lid.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's like talking to a wall. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. would enjoy it as I'm much as I I'm from a podcast <laughs> called Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, where we chat musicals and everything we've learned. I'm from a podcast called Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast. Oh, hello. Where we chat a bit of this, a bit of that, and everything in between. I see. And... And then they fucked, where I find the dirtiest, poorliest written fanfiction on the internet I can possibly find. No, and
2: Just call it what it is. Please.
1: Fanfiction. There
2: we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's not not what I was going for, but they'll, they'll roll on.
1: <laughs> and deliver it to the audience under, under a a slightly different name of Baroness Beef Curtain. Still hate That's
0: it. Lovely. Still hate it. Yeah, it's very cringy. Yep. Mm.
1: You're not meant to like it. <laughs> well, I actively
0: dislike
1: it. <laughs> I know. It's similar to the how I feel about the name Seb. Same thing.
2: My name's Sebastian, though, so I think you're in the clear. Now, what do we have to review today? Trick question. I have a movie plot for you. Oh, what a
0: surprise! Oh. Um,
2: bad news, though, guys. Help. This is a fucking long one. Let me just get my. Spectacles oh, it could on. be Nick Cage. Certainly. This is, I mean, like, legit, I'll show you, because it doesn't say the title and everything in it. That's how long we're looking at. It's actually a really long one. I this is some fan fiction of itself. Seb,
0: we have fans. We have people who take the time to listen to this show, and you would not only subject us, but also them to this pain.
2: If they it gets, have the
1: option of scrubbing If forward. it gets to
2: a point that I think that the plot has run its course, I'll, I'll just stop it there. Oh, I don't good. have to read the whole thing. But don't
1: give us the full full plot, in <laughs> fairness, for us trying to guess. Well, okay,
2: so I'm wrong both ways. Yes. I either read the whole thing and I'm yeah. Hitler, or I don't read the whole thing and I'm Hitler. Welcome to being you. Great. Okay. Give us Give us
0: a sort of plot synopsis, if you will.
2: Archaeologist Professor Robert Burns is on a location leading an important dig in the ancient ruins of the far eastern Chinese border. He accidentally discovers that the Chinese mafia, the Tong, is using <laughs> Is that true? That doesn't sound real. Maybe it is. Is using his newly discovered ancient Chinese artifacts to hide and smuggle narcotics across the border. Robert immediately tries to flee with his assistant and narrowly manages to escape the pursuing tong, but not without a heavy price. Tong's a beer that I drink. That's why I was saying yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hammer, Hammer and tong. Mm-hmm. It's not a good beer, but it's, it's the cheapest on the market. <laughs> his loyal assistant is killed and he is framed with the evidence at the Chinese border by the Chinese military and US Drug Enforcement Agency. He is locked up in a Chinese prison where he is guilty until proven innocent. His lovely wife, Maya, vows to help get him out of jail. The DEA finally convinces the Chinese military that Robert may be more helped with them outside of jail by leaving them to the real smugglers. Once he leaves his Chinese prison, Robert would rather enjoy his freedom back in the US and keep his past behind him. But the Tong catches up with him and threatens not only his life, but that of his wife. Now, that's halfway, and I'm happy to stop there if you want me to. I don't
0: know. I'm going to look in a guess here. Uh, Michael Caine, who did yes he did. Um, yeah, we're right to look at you weirdly. <laughs> now, what did he do? Uh, the, Harry Brown. No, he did that. Oh, I can't remember what it is. Um, not not the King and I, but it's something like some title, something about being the king. Not Empire of the. No, the the, the title has king in it. Um, anyway, he's in uh, Afghanistan or somewhere around there, mm-hmm. and he's sort of seen as this warlord. Anyway. Good film. This one sounds absolute crap, yep. but I'm gonna say it was still Michael Caine in his experimental days before he was famous. <laughs> and it's called something like Genghis couldn't. Genghis Oh, come on. You know that you uh, know that name is not right. I've no idea what this is, but
1: that's Genghis that's, Might.
0: Genghis Might. Now
2: Julie, would you like me to continue reading or you have to have to take a crack at it?
1: Um Okay, for some of the listeners just told me as I time-traveled back and forth mm-hmm. to make you stop. Yeah,
2: <laughs> good. Yeah, because I'm literally – I mean, I'm not even joking. I'm actually halfway through what is written right now.
1: Um, if I, Okay. As much as I was listening to that insanely boring plot – I
2: see the word Tong written 12 times between here and is the this, end.
1: Is this – this is not a biopic because Robert Burns is a real person.
2: I couldn't tell you if
0: this is a biopic. I can have a look. The Man Who Would Be King. Very good film.
1: Um – from the, the – I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's not probably a good actor. I think it's a bad actor assigned onto this.
0: Not, not a good actor in his early career?
1: No, I think it's a bad one through and through, and I think it's Steven Seagal. <gasps>
0: that was going to be my second guess. Yeah. So two things at play
2: here. I actually picked the smallest of the synopsises on IMDb for this film, so mm-hmm. you're all welcome. Um, the film is called Out for a Kill. And it is indeed starring Steven Seagal.
0: Hey, congratulations.
1: I'm a genius, guys. I'm a genius. Or just fed from above by a genius. You have a computer
2: in front of you and I'm I'm not above suspecting you've just Googled the name of the lead character. Excuse me?
1: No, I did not. I did Google the name of the lead character. It came up with a completely wrong movie and a completely wrong actor. But I have friends on the other side. You cheater. I always cheat. This is it supposed
0: to be legitimate. That's, that's the whole challenge. I am a
1: Gemini and a Slytherin.
0: And a German. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that too.
0: I have a deep problem with people who cheat at trivia.
1: Oh, my goodness. You should play oh. so many games with me because I am a cheat, <laughs> cheat, cheater. Why do you cheat? No, sometimes I cheat for your benefit. Why? So I'll play a game and just every now and then I'll be playing Monopoly. I'll get some something, something from the bank. I'll just pass it on to a friend. I'll That's- buy Park Road and then just as a wealthy millionaire, gift it to someone and end the game.
0: My- <laughs> oh, one of my favorite. <laughs> I think the real gift you can give is to suggest a different game in the first place. I know, right? Oh, no, I burnt my only copy of Monopoly years
2: ago. One of my favourite things to do is when I'm out drinking with some friends and we're playing billiards is the second they, like, half turn their back or not, I'll just pocket a ball.
0: No! <laughs> and-
1: <laughs> Where did it go? <laughs> or
2: when my friends are playing a game and one of them stops looking, I'll just take the white ball and walk away.
1: That's even more.
2: Because they've had a few drinks and they turn around, and that's when they start like. And then they check all the pockets. pockets, and they go under the table, and then they go checking under other tables to make sure they didn't knock it and it rolled around.
1: And while they're checking, do you just ever so subtly put it back on the
0: table? Pop it back. Yep.
1: Right where it should be. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're not friends,
0: Seven. <laughs> I'm glad we are not friends Seb. i am socialise.
1: This is the only thing that Seb and I agree on. <laughs> oh. It's Awful pranksters. It's a good bit of fuckery.
0: No, there's nothing good
2: about it. Yeah, it's very funny. It's funny for you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but I'm the audience here, so it's great.
1: (laughs) I'm a big fan for for any prank where you're the only person who's going to benefit from it. I like making myself up. I'm happy to
2: set people up, too. I'll drop the white ball in like my wife's handbag or something, too. What if she gets caught? How fun.
0: Yeah, possibly.
2: (laughs) Now, the thing I want to talk about today is not really a review, it's just a thing I, I learned about for the first time last night. And I was okay. like, that's a weird thing that it didn't click for me. So you've all possibly already heard about it. Um, they did this in Saudi Arabia and apparently it's coming to Sydney and Melbourne this year.
0: Violent beheadings?
2: Violent beheadings <laughs> are on the uprise. No, um, Uber is uh, has a drone transportation uh, service.
0: What? Don't where not
2: unmanned, They're about the size of helicopters. They're unmanned. There's no piloted drones that will have Points in major areas, like for example, Brisbane City, um, on top of buildings. When you go up, you get this lift and it will take you out. And all the suburbs that they service will have landing pads, and you effectively get into an, an unpiloted helicopter that takes you to a spot.
1: I hate this idea.
2: Right. Yeah, that sounds now, awful.
1: Air traffic control. No, no. that's yeah, the thing. exactly. What air traffic control? Well,
2: they've cleared it with the Australian government, the board that covers the air traffic control. Doesn't want to touch it because they're yeah. doing too low level of flying that it doesn't actually hit.
1: So that's even worse. Low level flight. Oh.
0: Yeah. No, it doesn't get into commercial space, but no, and that yeah, means it wasn't
2: a- their responsibility. And the government has okayed them to start their trials, so they've booked in. There's five-
1: This stinks. Yeah. This I don't like it either. No. There's something. Mm-mm. So no. they've
2: started. They've been doing it apparently for like one or two years in Saudi Arabia. Okay, but um, or just on the UAE in general, but they're. They've picked five countries to do trials in and within those cities, but Melbourne and Sydney have been uh, listed okay. for Australia. So it's rolling out this year. I had a look at what these drones look like. They're, the key difference between them and a helicopter is, a, you know, a helicopter has the one top giant blade. Yeah. This instead, the one I saw anyway, it had a giant, a circle on top that would house about 10, maybe 12 different smaller propellers. Okay. So I imagine that it'd be quieter because it's not using as big of a single engine that would probably, be, about- And it
0: probably has a nice safe housing yeah. and you're harnessed in. It won't move unless you're all clipped in with, with the belt, I'm sure. So I
1: hate all of this idea.
2: The yeah, I'm not that offended. Because I was curious as to how much it's going to cost. So It's probably is- not
0: cheap, at least not initially.
2: Well, not initially. They've said they wanted to start it at about it's like $5.80 something per person right. just to start. So $15, because if it it's three people, so let's yeah. say $15 just to get in. And then there was a per mile cost. Their plan was to drop the per mile cost down after they've done their startup down to about like 80 cents a mile or some shit.
1: Mm. That's ambitious. I have yeah. a big
2: question for you. I probably haven't done the research to back it up. Please ask me.
1: Yes, because um, I just Googled every combination I could think of to try and make whatever this is come <laughs> up and it didn't come up. So, did you no, dream this? Literally, if you just
2: Google Uber Drones Australia, you'll get news articles on it. Because I off. just
1: Googled. Saudi to Australia drones. No, no, no conversion no and incorrect. then i checked in some more stuff and then i checked in some more <laughs> no. stuff and then i took away some stuff and then i was like doing nothing. this in
2: saudi arabia they're not connecting us
0: to saudi arabia oh, no they're not connecting this us to, uh,
1: but, but you search
2: saudi that would, australia that's why you've messed it
0: up flying this is,
1: cars could be operational in sydney
0: uber is really good at novelty things yeah right at being new and hyping itself up but i doubt this will ever take this off as a major off. form of yeah no of course
1: not the last doesn't the it was crazy though
0: doesn't so it feel crazy? It feels crazy. Yeah. It feels insane, and it also feels like something only rich idiots will do.
1: Uber Elevate.
2: No, yeah, Uber Elevate's well,
0: or, or drunk. It People like put the Elon
2: Musk or thing to at first. <laughs> when I first heard, it, I was like, "You mean you, know, you mean you mean Musk, right? He's just, starting this."
1: It Just sounds stupid. There's nothing that's been reported on it in 2019. Well,
2: literally, it's been like what 17 days, and I was reading several news articles. Doesn't mean it you're reading a
1: current one. We'll take we'll take Seb's word well, for it. Hasn't it hasn't
2: started yet. Is my yeah, point in Australia. Yeah. That's why you're, you're complaining. That you haven't seen anything about it in action because it hasn't started yet. I'm not
1: saying in action. Yeah. I'm looking for the articles. Oh, but I'll it, show but it
2: shows something then later. But it
0: sounds like a gimmick oh, that, they're happy, oh. that they're happy yeah. that they're going to plug money into, and it's just silently going to stop in a few years' time mm. when Uber becomes you know a bit bigger or more mainstream or cheaper or taken over by some yeah, other company.
2: It's meant to be quite fast. They, I mean, obviously they, they have their spin on it, but they were doing some comparison about the same journey from the same spot, obviously because you're not going to drive, going the, down from like an hour down to eight minutes or something. The
0: only way a helicopter or drone makes sense is if you can go point to point, this is still hub to hub. So just take a train. It's so, <laughs> so much cheaper yeah. and you get just as much discomfort with it.
2: Yeah. I oh, know. I'm, I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying it's, fucking bananas right <laughs> oh it's bananas all right like, so like, i heard about this while drunk <laughs> mind you so i was already like my mind was blown so I woke up and did all the research this morning like now i'm starting to doubt its veracity
0: I'm not in charge of the program. No, no, no. That you heard about it when you were drunk. From my Uber And maybe you (laughs) will I should clarify. (laughs) Who, as we all know, are completely up to date with the goings on of Uber.
2: Like I said, I did my research, Googled it, and it's a program they're working on, and they've listed Sydney and Melbourne officially as their test cities for Australia.
0: Very good. I will verify this. Please do. On my own. Just to see how ridiculous it is. I look forward to the debunking videos sure. that come out on YouTube. Maybe as to how stupid can cover an idea on that is. Elvis lives podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not that it's a conspiracy. Just how stupid an idea it is. What a waste of money.
1: I'm already on it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys have? Uh, in light of the fact that we're reviewing, uh, we're in between time traveling films this week. Yep. We just did about time, and we're going to do frequently asked questions about time travel in the coming oh, week probably. or two. So I have been going back. And reviewing uh, Travelers, which is a time traveling show on Netflix, uh, season three dropped about mm, a month and a half ago.
1: Okay, and okay. I was
0: busy with Christmas and things like that, so I didn't really get around to watching it. Um, so I've just finished season one uh, of of going through it. I don't like to go into things cold. I like to watch them all, watch them all again to get up to date with the yeah. story and mm-hmm. get in the right emotional set. Now,
1: is it um, set, posed as um, like a fictional story, or is it posed as like a faux documentary?
0: Well, no, it it it, it centres around um, a group of time travellers that come back into the past to prevent some major disaster. I see. Right. Mm. So the way it works in in the TV show is that they take over the consciousness of people who are. About to die, oh, no, they no. they know that because yeah. of the historical record, mm-hmm. either from um, a heart attack or some sort of accident or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They take over the consciousness, which is a painful experience, uh, right for the for the person. Seems unnecessary. But, yeah, they were going <laughs> to die anyway, and seconds yeah. before they they seconds before their um documented time of death, these time travelers leap in. So it's 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 just like their their consciousness being projected through time. Mm-hmm. They still inhabit the body of these old people. And for the sake of the, their mission, um, when they're not on mission, when they're not, you know, completing mission-specific tasks, they're carrying on the lives of these people as if they had not
1: right. died. As, okay. Right. Okay. This sounds like a
2: weird version of Quantum Leap.
0: It, that's exactly yeah. what 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 it's what it kind of feels like is based on. Mm. Right. But there's no going back. Yes. As, as, as far as we know, um, this is it. You're you're here in this body, and you know, the idea is that the mission is going to be completed, and everything will will go. What was the name again? Sorry. Travellers. Travellers, okay. It's very good. It's been around for a few years. And as I say, season three just dropped um, in mid-December. Is it on like Netflix? or is On it- Netflix. It's yeah. produced by Netflix. Oh, awesome. In conjunction with Netflix and Showcase, right. uh, I think. Uh, uh, so it's Canadian. And Eric McCormick from Will & Grace is the- The bestest. Yeah, he's, he's very good. Yay. He's very good in it. He's got a handsome face. Lots of other good actors in it as well. Very well acted. Um, it deals with the consequences of time travel really interestingly. Mm. Um, Halfway through the first season, they complete what they think is their mission. So they operate like a terrorist cell in the sense that they're no, they've they've got this small little group of their five or six agents or whoever they are, mm-hmm. and they are isolated from the rest of the rest of the team. There are multiple teams being sent right. back through time mm-hmm. and they operate in their own little cell. They've they've got a very specific mission they have to complete. Mm-hmm. And in the first one, they have to stop some nuclear bomb from yeah. from going off. Man, the nukes never go off except for like twice. Yeah, <laughs> because the time travelers are so successful. Yeah, I guess. So they do it, or I mean, they 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 think that they've completed their mission and nothing changes. They still they're still in their bodies. Right, They still have to keep going yeah. along. And now the future has changed. The future that they remember yeah. has changed. It's Different. Um, like one of the one uh, one of their guys has memorized. You know all the, um, uh, lotto results and stock yeah. market moves oh, and things. So, so, so he's got pace. the almanac. That's yeah. that's how they that's how they fund their operations. Yeah. And after this event, right towards the end of the season, yeah. that starts to things start to not go their way. Oh. So he starts to, you know, play the lotto, play play these horse races and things like that, and they start not winning on certain things, and it starts to become a bit weird as to why right. history is changing. Which you would expect if you changed
1: history, but there's also multiple teams on different missions.
0: That's also the case. So
1: it, it, time travel. Yeah, no, it's but it, you're killing me.
0: <laughs> if you if you are a fan of time travel, you've probably seen it already, but it's just a very they they address it very legitimately. You know, they yes. don't they don't paint over the consequences. Yeah. That's a very specific part of the show.
1: So in this version of time travel. You're saying that they like take over a body of someone else. Mm-hmm. Is there still the potential then that while they're in that body, being that person, they could see themselves?
0: Well, they're traveling from like 400 years in the future, so that that, that won't happen.
1: Right, I'm with you. So there's yeah. no way that they're but born in that existence.
0: They can be overwritten. Like their consciousness can be overwritten by another by incoming- another agent. Yeah. Or- yeah. Your
1: nasty time oh, travel. Yeah.
0: It's very oh. – and it gets very dirty because you find out there are <gasps> different factions at play. And obviously play they and
1: would know – they still know. They still have their memories of being – oh, yeah, they do because they have all the They have results. their memories
0: but once history starts to change, yeah. they their memories aren't They're updated. They're losing, yeah. And so when, the, f- the, the future that they know becomes much messier which starts to mess with their, their present.
1: When you have another time traveller coming back to take over an, of a body that someone's already in – they know that they're like, uh-oh, I'm going to need to take that.
0: I mean, it's 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 used as a bit of a punishment in um, the in, in the logic of the thing. It doesn't really happen. It's
1: like turning the agent off. Oh, maybe but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a,
0: it's, it's a great way of assassinating people in the past. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, don't even talk about that because yeah. it'd get me onto Looper and then I'm going to get mad. Looper was good. No, mm, mad about it.
2: All right, that's enough about time <laughs> travel. Whoa. What? A- do you hear more about drones? <laughs> um, what
0: have I Um uh, uh,
2: I just uh, I jumped to their actual website and just just to follow okay. up. Oh, very good. Um, so trials are starting this year. Excellent. Um, they're hoping for a rollout of 2023 internationally. Um, Sydney and Melbourne were the two places oh, picked. Okay. So that'll start then end, end of this year is what they're looking at. But they've picked the five countries they're doing tests in: Australia, Brazil, France, India, and Japan. So skipping the US, I guess, because that's probably the place they'll get sued the most when it fucks up, um, just to make sure it's all good before they get there. But Also yeah.
0: incredible that they picked a lot of places that have uh, um, socialised medicine and open space. space. Oh, too, yeah. <laughs> Didn't
1: you say Japan?
0: Oh, yeah. Heavy welfare of, in Japan.
1: Yeah, not a lot of open space, though. No. Oh,
0: it's pretty mountainous, and you can get lost in there really easily.
1: Yeah, but like (laughs) it's pretty heavily popular.
2: But as to explain why there was a delay, they did host a summit at the latter half of 2018, which is why when they announced the five cities, uh, the five nations they're trialing in, which is why there was a lapse of them announcing it in 2017 to announcing where in 2018 to starting in 2019. Uh, It's Uber, it'll be delayed
0: multiple times. You've got to have
1: time to think. Also, like even four
2: years from now feels like it's too soon, right? Too jetsony.
1: We're getting too jetsony, and I don't know if I like it. it. It's just
0: a stupid idea.
1: Yep. It's just a dangerous idea. I mean, like, it's I, as dangerous think- as a
0: car, I guess. Like,
1: well, no, because like- it's unregulated. It's something we haven't had oh, no, it's before. It's going to be
0: heavy, regu- heavily regulated.
2: That's, I was surprised that Absolutely. when I said, like, because of the, the flight levels, mm-hmm. it, that Australia is kind of okay with it. I was like, really? Australia? Like, we we've, we've love meddling with private affairs. I just no. I assumed that it would have been tampered with a lot. But anyway, Julia, what did you have?
1: Um, So I've been uh, re-watching. The Inbetweeners recently. Oh,
0: really? Yeah,
1: and rediscovering my love for everything British TV. Mm,
0: yes.
1: Um. So, Inbetweeners—they're now eleven years past. Okay. When this was made. Okay. And I got guys. I just love it. It's stupid and it's silly, and I love it. Um.
0: Have you seen the films?
1: I've seen both films. Yes. I I watched because obviously the second film was filmed in um, the Gold Coast.
0: Yeah, first one was good.
1: First one was good, second one, I was like, oh, we're really <laughs> pushing it here, aren't we, kids? Let's
2: yeah. pretend I've only ever seen half an episode of The Inbetweeners. <laughs> <laughs> um pitch it to me, please. Tell me why I would enjoy watching this show. It
1: is about four (laughs) teenage boys um, in high school, all very unpopular for various reasons. Um, They're the outcasts. They're the outcasts. The in-betweeners, the in-between popularity. They're they're
0: not the nerds. They're not the jocks. They
1: don't kind of fit in anywhere, so they have a group of their own. Um, Will... Is first described. I think he's the very first way he's described as briefcase wanker. Yep. Um, because he carries a briefcase to school, and he has gone to a private school, and his mother and father have just split up, and so now he has to go to a public school. Oh dear. And he's quite posh. He looks a lot like Seb, which I realised <laughs> rewatching this sounds
2: really handsome and strong. <laughs> Brief is that how you would describe him? <laughs> I don't have a briefcase; it's a satchel.
1: <laughs> That's very Ross from Friends.
2: I don't know what Except that means. Enjoy. Anyway, I've never watched Friends um, either. I should point out.
1: And then you've got this one friend, um, Jay, who is constantly—he's inflating horny. the truth and he's horny all the time <laughs> but he's like never had sex but he tells you about That's
2: like why he's horny all the time all these,
1: <laughs> all these chicks that he's like oh yeah like they really love it when you get it like just up to the up to the wrist or or, mm-hmm. or further like oh, yeah. he he has no idea what he's talking about and it's just that kind of british humor that is twisted and so stupid but so funny
2: i miss this entire like era of british comedies and tv shows coming out like misfits as well i just flew by me
0: in a A bit later, that. but yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But this has got in it. Um, you mentioned him before, Greg Davies. Greg Davies.
0: Best part of in between is by far. What's a Greg what's a Greg Davies? What's his name? Mm, he's a
1: British comedian. He
0: sounds familiar, I wasn't pick the face. If you haven't check out it's I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Check out Man Down.
2: I'm just going to look up his face. The name
0: just rings a yeah, bell. So you'll probably- recognize his face. You'll know who he is. Yeah. But check out Man Down. It is freaking hilarious. And his um Oh, be- oh he's the principal. He's yes, I've seen. So I've, like I said, yes, like yes. half an episode. I recognize yeah. his face. Yeah, but, but he, he plays a teacher in Men.
1: <laughs> and he was a teacher in real life. He was life. a teacher. Um, he has his comedy specials on Netflix as well. Yes, where he talks about being a teacher and some of the like, inappropriate appropriate shit. He's very good. But it's yeah, it's all that British comedy, and it cracks me up.
2: He's a very severe-looking man. He's a,
1: he plays a very severe person. Like <laughs> just
2: the, just his IMDb profile. My God, he's on a mission. Like yeah.
1: That's do, do you watch?
0: Do you watch much British television, like the the panel shows that they do? Um, yes, I like What I Like to You, and uh, no, I wouldn't say uh, a lot, but I do watch some of them. Okay, yeah. he makes appearances mm. periodically on them, and he's always an absolute delight.
1: Okay, whenever mm-hmm. he's on them, yeah, he's he's quite like for someone that plays someone so angry and <laughs> mean. He is actually quite jovial,
0: and he always has the best stories.
1: Oh yeah. He's oh, a yeah. terrific
0: storyteller, and he's got a great cachet of stories. Maybe as the well.
1: moral of this story is go watch his Netflix special because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's also good times.
0: I'm a very boring person. Like I, people ask me how are you, and I want to, you know, have, how how have you been after seeing however many months? I want to tell them something interesting, and I never have anything to tell them. Whereas, just
2: punch someone in the face one day. I well, not- I was in prison because <laughs> I popped a man in the face for no reason. you think
1: you go to prison for punching someone in the face? Of I course you would. Well, you'd assault. certainly go to court. You definitely go to court.
2: <laughs> and when you're in court, threaten to punch the judge in the face, and then you're guaranteed prison time. You're
0: guaranteed <laughs> jail time. I'm yeah. not just. Prison is
1: for That's like a third offence. I'll never
0: stop punching in the face. You hear me, judge? <laughs> never.
1: It is actually very surprising how hard it is. Like not if you're committed you're to punching prison. people into to prison?
0: Is this a challenge?
1: I mean, I'm not challenging you, but if you feel like <laughs> new it. First one,
0: first one to get into prison for the longest wins. A new podcast, <laughs> your ticket to prison. Um,
1: <laughs> that podcast in itself. I know a get, couple should- of
0: cops. I'm sure I could, I could get some favors. <laughs> as, a, as a spin on a true crime podcast, that would be quite good. You explore hypothetical crimes and which one would yield... The most jail yeah, or hypothetical. the most severe jail I mean, commits said crimes have, you're committed
1: I have unknown, unknown crime, like a are friends, yeah. so then you'd get a lawyer involved,
0: yeah. like the the you know the those foldy bits of the law where nobody looks terribly often you because can't, it's so obscure. You can't
1: research it, but you come with what you think is going to land you in jail, <laughs> and then the lawyer then discusses oh. which one of the three is going to actually end up in jail. I don't
2: think this could work. It was a bit off topic, but I saw it was some stupid thing because it's been very hot in our state. Um, this last few few weeks.
1: Because we're from a those, sexy, sexy state. You
2: see those dickheads that like <laughs> sealed up their car and filled it full of water and put on scuba tanks and had the car still operational and drove around the street?
1: When did you do that? That's
2: Not a Top me. Gear challenge. <laughs> well, yeah. Some, I forget <laughs> it was from the Gold Coast or something. But, right. And I was watching it on the news and the police commented like, yeah, um, we'll only respond to this situation if there is a complaint. Because it's <laughs> it's like that weird like, oh, they're it's not doing anything wrong, yeah. technically. But oh, we're watching you, yeah. so let's only find those kinds of crimes. The cops right. like, okay, you're a dickhead, but technically that's not illegal, sir.
1: So. I don't have a law that says don't.
2: But. Could you wind down your window, sir? <laughs>
1: <'Cause> they, <laughs> they weren't even
2: driving. They were obviously in a reckless situation, but they weren't driving recklessly. So, like, they were still oh, being safe stationary. on the road. Stationary. it a
0: reckless situation?
2: They, their car was literally filled entirely with water. They were wearing scuba gear and driving it around. How
1: do you That's, get a car filled with water? They sealed they it all ca- up.
2: Yeah. If
0: you can, we're it. Like, oh, if you maintain control of it, there's nothing reckless Look, about. That's it. why it's like, yeah, yeah,
2: but obviously it's a stupid thing to do. But also oh, technically, pff- you're being safe while doing it. all. you,
1: reckless <laughs> the endangerment were- though. How? You, well, you could. But they didn't. Potentially, the potential for danger is there, which yes. I think is where they'd get what, you. What's but the, the, that's what the cops
2: were like, "We're gonna wait for a complaint because technically, there's no crime." <laughs> <laughs>
1: On te- a technicality, you got us. Yep. However, the,
2: the, the watching minute you. you fuck up,
1: you bet we'll be – we're actually driving behind you until you fuck up. So
2: Sorry. Feel the pressure. So that's our niche is what I'm trying to say. We're going <laughs> to find annoying crimes that aren't crimes. And also, Interesting
1: idea. Trademark. <laughs> we're already on it. Ticket
2: to prison? <laughs> Catch us if you can. We've got the producer oh, nice. here. Oh, nice.
1: oh, I like, but also – I like ticket to prison. I like ticket to prison. Yeah.
2: Oh. Because the objective we can, can is we to get jail time. Ticket yeah. to Prison? Catch us if you can. The Green Mile.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not the Green Mile. <laughs> That's a bad reference to you. <laughs> but also Tom Hanks. So.
2: Okay, uh, we'll wrap it up for today. Um, Will we? I think so. Good. I think we've done it. Yeah. I think we've nailed it. We have nailed it. Crushed it. it. Uh, do you want to let us know where you're from again, Julie? Uh, for the, probably the 20th time uh, you've done I it do, since sitting down I'll for this session. I'll bookend
1: the episode with what I do. <laughs> I am from Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. You can find me there. You can find me on And Then They Fucked. Where my name, as Seb, really likes it is Baroness Beef It hits all the right
2: buttons. All the buttons that are are titled Do Not Press Me. Oh, God, stop.
1: That is actually what our podcast does. That's the purpose.
0: It's just just a trigger. Your podcast (laughs) is a trigger. It's one
1: big trigger. And I also have Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast.
2: Wonderful. So you can find us. At secondtakepodcast.com, email us at SecondTakePodcast at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook at Second Take Media Reviews.
0: If you're feeling frisky, you can check out the Instagram at Second Take Podcast, or you can tweet us at Second Take TNC.
2: And that's how you do social media. We did it. Thank you very much for joining us again, Julie. So so welcome. Everyone leave.